The impact of government on the tree care industry has never been clearer than it is today. Decisions made in Washington, D.C. affect employee relations, hiring practices, small business aid, and countless other areas. In response, TCIA staff started Rooted in Politics, a newsletter providing insights and information specifically tailored to the tree care industry. These insights will help you run your business while covering the latest issues emerging in our country's politics. To sign up for a newsletter, visit tcia.org, then go to Advocacy, and then sign up. To learn more about what TCIA is doing for public policy, advocacy, and more things on the political spectrum, give us a call at 800-733-2622 and ask for Aidan O'Brien. I get so the problem is like all these issues sort of impact companies differently depending so it's really the tree care industry has stories and knowledge just waiting to be explored we'll have a variety of expert guests and innovators from all corners of the industry sharing their stories and extensive knowledge on our show on this episode of the tcia podcast we sit down with aiden o'brien and discuss tcia's involvement in political advocacy Aiden is TCIA's Advocacy and Standards Manager. Previously, he worked as a government affairs associate representing corporate and trade association clients before the New Hampshire legislature. He has experience in both public policy and campaign politics and is working towards expanding the use of the anti-A300 standards and enhancing the VFT PAC, TCIA's Political Action Committee. All right, so um, real fast because I don't know much about your position from the technical aspect of it. What is your position at TCIA and how exactly did you get your start here? So um, I'm TCIA's advocacy and standards manager, which is actually a new position. Um, I'm the first person to ever hold that. So we, let's see, I got my start working in the New Hampshire legislature. I'm from New Hampshire. So I started out as an intern in the state Senate. kind of working with committees and the sort of staffing state senators, and then kind of worked my way while I was in school through um, the New Hampshire governor's office and then on some political campaigns. And then after that, I joined a lobbying firm in the state and worked for them with trade association clients mostly, but also some companies sort of presenting their ideas before the state legislature and working with the state legislature to sort of make those ideas happen. And so I saw this position open up at TCI and I thought it fit pretty well. So when you, when you went into the position, because like most people in this industry, you're no different, you kind of fell into the position. Did you have any prior experience working with tree care companies or legislature affecting this kind of industry? Yeah. So um, yes and no, I guess. Um, as far as my experience with the industry, my girlfriend's brother is actually uh, works for a tree care company. So um, he's worked for that company for a while. So I kind of um, knew the industry through him. As far as working with the industry and like the legislature from that side, it had been more business issues that I worked with with trade associations. So kind of there are a lot of issues that affect the tree care industry that also affect lots of other industries. You have like taxes, regulations, sort of just general business issues that sort of across the board affect um, affect companies and that sort of thing. So that's sort of my experience on that end. And then I found it really translates well. So when you first started at TCIA in 
January, right? Or is it February? December. December. December of 2019. Yeah. Yep. Man, time 20. flies. Yeah, but, but when you first started, we were in a very different place than what we are now. What were some of the issues that you were responsible responsible for tackling right at the beginning? I mean, you came in and you got put to work immediately. There wasn't really a, a learning period. So what kind of issues were you tackling at the beginning uh, your your first week, really? Yeah, so um, one of the things TCIA has been working on for a really long time has been a separate OSHA standard for tree care. And so we have been working on that for like 20 years now. And so we've actually made some great progress since I've come on. Um, I don't want to take all the credit for that. I don't really want to take any credit for that, actually. But um, we've been moving forward. The Small Business Administration, they put together sort of these review panels to review any proposed rules and their impacts on small business. So we had that, we've gone through that process in 2020, even with COVID. And so we're making great progress on that. There's still a lot of work to do. Another issue uh, there's been a lot of work on is H2B. I think that's sort of an issue that we're still learning about how it impacts our members, but we have made a lot of progress getting really good information out to members. And you asked about like issues that have come up. I mean, COVID is like, that's pretty much impacted every, everyone, everything across the world. And we're no different. There's been changes to tax policy, changes to like how you work with your employees, how like employer employee relations and um, just everything. So we've kind of taken the stance of, we just want to get the best information out to our members um, that we can. And I think we've done a great job just making sure that when something comes up that could impact members, we make sure that they know it. Yeah, I think those are all super important points, but I think sort of related, we've been working on getting the OSHA standards separate for tree care set up. You said for 20-ish years is what we've been working for? Maybe even more. Yeah. That's that's almost as long as you and I have been around for. So this is quite a long time in the making with a lot of people really going through. What do you think led to us being closer than ever now versus over the course of 20 years, I feel like we've had very many opportunities. What do you think changed? I think there's been a real realization in the industry in the past probably five or so years that um, we really can't be kind of flying by the seat of our pants as far as like regulations go and like safety. Like you can always get into the argument, like how regulation hurts business or helps it or what. We have such a hazardous industry. And I think there's been a realization that we need, there need to be rules that every company plays by as far as safety goes. And we can't be just having different rules for different companies. And some people going with, you always hear about like the chainsaw in the truck and you can start a tree care company. And those companies really don't give a good name to the industry. And we just need to sort of move towards a more, I don't want to say towards more safety culture, but just to recognize that we need some oversight and some sort of framework to have our industry move forward in become more professional. No, and that that all makes sense. I guess part of what I, you know, not to like attack you, but what makes you the expert in public policy for the tree care company as, you know, you don't have a tree care background? Kind of how have you learned on the job and who have you been learning from uh, in the industry as you go through and really try to make these decisions because these decisions and these pushes are a lot bigger than just one person and one voice it's not just you who else is helping out kind of um, behind the scenes to help you make those decisions 
Yeah, that's a great question. Peter Gerstenberger, my boss, the uh, Senior Vice President of Industry Expertise at TCIA, he's been, I mean, he's been with TCI for 30 plus years. He knows the industry inside and out. He's been really an invaluable resource for me. Just like, it's ridiculous how I can go to him with any question about the industry and he'll respond immediately with a super in-depth, like give me the whole history of whatever I'm asking about, like the sides and what TCI has done in the past to sort of work on that issue. So he's been really, as far as the behind the scenes helping guide me, he's been a really good resource. Um, the other answer to that question, I would say our members have been um, really helpful in just getting me the information I look for from them. So I'm not making any decision in a vacuum. I'm running it through both TCIA and sort of bouncing it off some of our members. And that's sort of one of the things that I was brought on to expand upon was really making sure that when an issue comes up, we're not making this decision because TCI, we know a lot of things, we do a lot of things well, but we're not in the field every day. So we need to make sure that the decisions we're making, the positions we're taking are reflective of our membership. And I think that's real. I take that to heart and I take that seriously. Like I'm not going out on a limb. Like this is something our members have worked for. And this is something I want to really help our members work for because at the end of the day, even from like the policy legislative side, the Congress doesn't want to hear, a member of Congress doesn't want to hear from me or our lobbyists. They want to hear from our members. And so I see my position as sort of giving our members the resources and expertise to help them, help them succeed with Congress or help them succeed in front of what the legislature. So I guess right now, because you're talking about working and helping out the industry, what are we working on right now? Yeah, so um, the separate standard is a big one. Um, just making sure OSHA is hearing from our members where we helped our members um, provide their own comments on that standard not too long ago. So that was successful. We had some good response to that. We're providing a lot of information about um, H2B visas. There was some big changes to a lot of immigration policy recently. So just making sure that members are aware and up to date on that. We have a lot of CDL-related issues that have come up. There were some big entry-level driving, training, policy changes, and some other just CDL-related changes that happened kind of pre-COVID that are almost on hold for right now, but we're still they're still they're starting to move forward slowly. Um, something that just came up is a bill that, among other things, it really would heavily regulate pesticide use across the country and. One thing that it does that we really are kind of concerned about would allow for any municipality to create their own pesticide regulations. And so that would really be detrimental to our membership, just just confusing regulations. Um, and so that's something we're working on. And then making sure our members have all the up-to-date information about the government's response to COVID, be it tax policy, um, aid to small business, or any other changes that may or may not happen. How do you choose these topics? I mean, is there a running list of things that you guys are constantly working on with shifting priorities? I'm assuming that's yes, but how do you you pull stuff off of that list? Is it is it a time-based thing or is it just kind of a general importance? Enlighten me from the other side that doesn't get to deal with that aspect of it. Yeah, so um, we do have some really core issues like the separate standard H2B, but even those can constantly change. Like it's always in flux, like how much these issues um, 
really matter to our members. And so a lot of that is we really rely on direct feedback from members. So we'll go to a member with, a, say, a proposed policy from Congress um, and say, hey, what? how would this impact your business? And then on the other end, like we, one of kind of my favorite stories or like an anecdote about that is at our last ledge day, we had a group come in and they were meeting with a member of Congress and the member of Congress just sort of like mentioned off the cuff, like, hey, I saw this proposed regulation, which is actually about CDL, just a change in CDL policy. And that piqued our members' interest. And it turns out that that's a huge issue for our members that we really didn't know about um, outside of it really took that member and going to meet with that member of Congress to sort of enlighten TCI and sort of the whole industry that, hey, this is an issue we need to be looking at. So we can kind of look at a policy and say, hey, like, we think this might impact members, but we're not sure. But it really takes that member feedback to sort of put it on a radar and make sure that we're um, engaged on it. So so when you guys are reaching out to these member companies, what are kind of the, the core demographics that you're looking for? Who do you want to see besides everybody? Because that's obviously unrealistic. Who, what kind of members do you want to see involved with this? Yeah, well, um, first of all, stuff like this takes time. So someone who's willing, it, even if it's a little time, someone who's willing to put in a little time and sort of learn about the issue and be willing to um, talk with TCI about it, talk and perhaps even like reach out to their member of Congress and sort of educate them about the issues. Um, we're also just looking for... Hmm. Where we <laughs> is it is it similar to our our VTO goal? Our like the tree care company has been in business for a couple of years. Um, I get so the problem very... is like all these issues sort of impact companies differently depending. So it's really like um, I can't really like look at a list of our member companies and pick out ones I want to respond. So um, we're really just looking for anybody who's interested in having a voice being involved. exactly. Yeah. And like, it's not, what's, what's like the time commitment. You said that they have to be willing to give their time. Like granted, these things can take years, but between each thing where we call on them, realistically, how long would you need them for if they were willing to talk to you? Not long at all. Um, I, it really, once they're like, if they're talking to me or interacting with me, it's really just like, we need you to reach out to your member of Congress. That's a quick note. Um, I'll help you with that. It's really just, it's not for someone who likes instant gratification. Let's say that though. Um, that's kind of the issue. I mean, I mentioned that the OSHA standard has, we've been working on it for more than 20 years. Like this stuff moves slowly and you can't expect like a complete win every single time. So it's really just, it takes time and it takes a consistent like year after year after year effort. Um, and that's kind of one of the things I have to tell myself in this position. Like, I mean, I like instant gratification too, but like it really takes time to um, make a change in Washington. And so um, in a change in our industry. So it's really Rome wasn't built in a day. And I have to keep telling myself that sometimes too. <laughs> and if they reach out to you, you're providing them with basically everything they need. You'll let them know who their, their Congress person is. You'll give them basically what to say and direct them that way. So it's kind of basically if you're willing to send out an email or a phone call or something on behalf of themselves with, with our guidance, they should really be reaching out to you. 
Absolutely. Yeah. Um, reach out to me and we have like, we can find a fit for the amount of time you're willing to put into this. I can find a fit for it. Um, there's so much you can do from just sending a note to attending our ledge day or attending a fundraiser on behalf of TCI with the political candidate. Like there's all sorts of stuff you can do that we can really, you can really help move the industry forward. Cause one of the issues that you don't necessarily think about, but like nobody really in Congress, unfortunately, knows much about our industry. We need you, our members, to educate them and really be a voice uh, kind of on behalf of the industry. Because like for something like OSHA, I don't think there are many employees of OSHA who have ever worked for a tree care company. So it can really be as simple as just going and having a meeting with someone and just sort of laying out some common sense, like things that you know that this OSHA inspector or OSHA director has, they, it's not that they are like trying to harm the industry, say something's wrong, but that they just would never have thought of. You've been out on um, a couple different trips basically, and you've talked to our members and you've seen how advocacy affects them. What are some things that people on the outside aren't really experiencing? Like, you know, when you went to, San Diego as part of the A300 committee kind of explain the work that goes on behind the scenes that uh, we don't get to see on a daily basis. Yeah, sure. So a lot. So for the A300 committee, particularly, if you don't know about the A300 standards or haven't as a tree care company, you should really look into them. There's basically standards for all sorts of tree work and they're really great. The committee puts in a lot of time to them, but sort of behind the scenes, I think there's a lot of People who don't necessarily know how to, I don't want to say that because that's not really, (laughs) I was going to say there's a whole lot of people who don't necessarily know how to direct (laughs) their resources, (laughs) which is sort of the sad thing about it. That's like what I'm working to build is sort of making sure that there's um, sort of a kind of gathering all the work that's going on behind the scenes. But um, lots of people in the tree tree care industry are very... They know their local legislators, they know their members of Congress, and they don't necessarily see the connection between what's going on on the ground and what's happening in Congress. And so I think that that's one of the things that I really want to help with is like making sure that TCIA is the place to go to sort of direct our members' efforts towards towards a common goal. So um, I've had members reach out to me about they're interested in um, getting a tree care license, a state tree care license up and running. And they've been trying to get a meeting with their legislate, legislator about that. And so that's one of the things TCI can really help with and that we want to help with is like, if there's a group of tree care companies in a certain state that wants to make that happen, we'll help make that happen. Um, and that goes for more than just licenses too. Like we'll help if there's an issue that you care about. So not everybody for all of these issues are going to be on the same side. How do we, as a, as you know, the representative deal with that? How do we go about that process? Yeah. So that's a good question. Kind of the million dollar question for a lot of this work, especially with the trade association. Like we have, we represent companies in all 50 States, um, member companies in all 50 States, um, all across the political spectrum. And so, um, really just finding consensus. Like I really don't think we're treading on too many like hot button 
uh, partisan issues, we can really stay pretty bipartisan helping with our core set of issues. I don't think there's, we really don't have, you don't have to get to like, you want to stay a step back from the political debate, especially in 2020. Like you don't want to get into the endorsing one party exclusively, that sort of thing. And I think TCIA and the entire industry has done a really good job of staying bipartisan and um, working with both parties. And that's something that we can continue doing even in 2020. <laughs> I want to ask you about the pack, but I don't think we're legally allowed to. Are we allowed to bring it up like this? Or is this kind of I like would just, that? can you get me to mention that we just have a pack and to ask? I don't know more. how to get you to mention that to be perfectly <laughs> you honest. Want me to just, <laughs> yeah, so actually we also have a political action committee that we we use to sort of elect candidates. So after all I said about not, wait, actually, no, I don't want to interject with that. I'm sorry. No, no, it's, not, it's, I, it's fine. I can yeah. cut it. I can cut it in somewhere. I'm just trying to figure out like, I don't no. know. Cause I remember we had that issue before you came here yeah. and you're like, oh yeah, that's illegal. Yeah. Don't do that. No, yeah. no, no. So I was just saying, I don't want to, I, I keep forgetting that like you can kind of reorder this at any point. So I don't want to interject. That's kind of my style, but anyway. No, no, feel, feel free. I'll cut it. I'll put it wherever I think it seems to be most appropriate. Yeah, so we have a political action committee called the Voice for Trees PAC, which um, we use to give money to candidates for federal office that align with the tree care industry. And so if you want more information about that, there's a lot of regulations that go on with that. So I can't talk about it too much. But if you want more information, please reach out. It's a really cool tool um, and really effective tool that TCI has that um, we're only looking to expand upon. So if you have any questions, please reach out to me. And I'll make sure I put your contact information somewhere in the show <laughs> notes. And this, so they're not just looking for the talking head. Yeah. Um, this is, this is semi related to it. I don't know if this is getting too into the weeds of what it is, but do we have a breakdown of what we give to, is that part of what they can reach out for you to as well? Yeah. So that's all actually public information, but yes, I'm happy to give who we um, give that money to and why we give them that money. That's sort of the not public information part of it, but really these are all like we give to Democrats, we give to Republicans, we give to both sides, we Senate and house candidates and um, all very deserving. Like they, there are several members who have gone um, out of their way to help the tree care industry. And so it's, that's really, unfortunately, that um, some might say, but that's the best way to make friends in Congress. And so TCI or the industry does have friends um, in Congress. And that's sort of one of the key ways that we cultivate those relationships. Uh, so the elections are upcoming in November. We're in New Hampshire. We get the first one. And a, a big part of that is voting for your local officials and your state officials. Can you tell me more about what I'm supposed to be looking for or trying to figure out about these guys before I go out and make my decision? Because I feel like the only thing I know about most of these people is how many signs they have on my street. Yeah, it can be tough to keep up with all of the like local and state elections. And um, coming from the New Hampshire legislature, where I kind of started working on these issues, I, it's, state elections hold a special place in my heart. But really, I think one of the things that goes really underappreciated is just reaching out and asking <laughs> these people like in state elections and especially local elections like they are not counting on many votes to win these elections so they'll take the time out of their day especially as business owners who are listening to this podcast to 
talk with you, um, answer your questions. And it's, that's kind of the best way to get to know them. And these, those connections that you forge, they won't like, those can be helpful in your business. Like the people running for these offices are typically pretty well connected and well respected members of the community. So that's sort of an invaluable relationship to have. And I think it's great. I would make a point of reaching out and just, I mean, it might be hard. I mean, it is 2020 there. We're all, there are certain constraints on in-person meetings and that sort of thing. But um, even after the election, reaching as a constituent, reaching out and just asking to talk or raising your issues, that's what these people rely on. And it's actually really hard to hear from your constituents on a lot of issues. So they'll take your call. Is it bad that I've never thought about reaching out to any of these people? Or is that the no, common no, attitude that, to have? I think that's a very common attitude to have. And they will love to take your call, Joe. As a young person, Joe, they will um, drop everything to get get a meeting with you. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I got much to say that's going to be helpful. Well, I think just asking questions and just trying to like learn who these people are is like, I think a lot of like everything seems so partisan these days and to some degree it is, but as you get more on the local and state level, there's a lot more nuance than you're ever going to get on the federal level. And so that's one of the benefits of sort of getting to know these people and being able to talk to them about your issues as business owners or um, employees for local businesses. So you bring up some very great points over the course of this so far. And I want to bring up the fact that you're going to be starting a newsletter for everything about it. Can you, or everything about advocacy and politics and kind of everything that's in your specialty can you kind of let us know what to expect out of this can i ask you to ask that question a little differently yeah i i realized i was stumbling through it. <laughs> i'm like all right so the, the, what's the newsletter based off of because i've only seen the your new logo for it <laughs> um so i really got the idea for this newsletter back in april um when we saw so a lot of the country was shut down and we were trying to figure out like what where sort of our industry fell within like essential workers and like government aid and all of that was happening and i was really thinking like we need a way to one reach our most engaged members or most interested members and to just be able to sort of make sure we have an understanding as an industry that like the government does impact what we're doing um, for better or for worse and just making sure our members are aware of that and sort of seeing what issues are emerging in those those times and so um, COVID really started it but I think moving forward even before COVID this would have been invaluable just to I should say this would have been very valuable <laughs> to have because we'd seen even before that that there were policies being put forward that really impacted our industry. And so we want to make sure our members are aware of those. What kind of stuff will you be? Is it going to be new things every month? Do you have some set topics like discussion points you want to talk about each month? Or is it a very fluid thing depending on what's going on in the world? I think it's very fluid. I'm sort of, I want to hear from our members though, like what they want. Like, I don't want to um, just decide what to do and stick with it if it's not what our members want. But to start where sort of giving a recap of what's happened um, specifically with TCIA and the industry in the previous months, and then sort of looking at some issues um, in the news that 
really have potential to impact our members. And so right now there's a lot on the wildfires happening. Um, we have some on tree care, let's see, some on um, small business taxes um, in tax policy, some on just some election preview stuff. So all sorts of stuff that I really think is um, of interest to members and that kind of guides where TCI. If you're interested in subscribing to the newsletter or just want to learn more about what Aiden does, check out the links in our show notes. Join us next time as we sit down with Jim Houston and Noel Boyer and discuss small companies, large companies, and everything in between, ranging from work culture to benefits to pay and everything else you may want to know. The TCIA podcast is available on Spotify, Apple Music, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcast from. To learn more about the podcast or to listen to previous episodes, visit us at podcast.tcia.org. Thank you.